0: welcome back to the If It Fits podcast. I'm one of your hosts Jessica Payne
1: and I'm your other host Michelle Jane. How are you Jessica? How are you feeling?
0: Yeah I'm all right thanks. I've been really tired for the last two days and I feel a little bit drained obviously still at the end of Covid so I'm which I think Covid was actually okay like it didn't really feel that bad but I just feel a little bit bunged up at the moment but that's from purely working non-stop without a break for the last 12 days and super late nights and so you know when you just feel a little bit just run down yeah I feel like that so (laughs) I'm looking for well I was gonna say I'm looking forward to a bit more of a chilled weekend which it will be but I've still got loads of work to do I've still got like my to-do list is never ending at the moment so but I just realized that next weekend I've got a spa day booked in with my oh, nice. friend next Saturday which we booked months ago and kind of not forgot about it but you know when it just felt like it was months away so you put it to the back of your mind and suddenly I'm like oh it's next week so I think I actually oh, nice. am so ready for that we've got an afternoon spa day with a high tea and then a 50 minute Swedish ma- Swedish massage booked in which I'm so excited oh, nice. for So yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I'm just going to hold out for next weekend. But apart from that feeling all right, I'm hoping to be out of COVID prison tomorrow. I'm going to take a lateral flow after we've done this podcast and see. I'm a bit confused on my days. I think today technically is day seven, but I'm going to class tomorrow as day seven, just in case Mm because I started to get symptoms on Friday ish, but mostly Saturday. Um, So I'm like, oh, which day do I do it? So I'm going to do a lateral uh, anyway, see if I'm showing negative, which hopefully I will be. And then I think from Sunday, I'll just get back into my normal gym and normal life because it's been a little bit weird. But how about you? How's uh, oh, the
1: nice. day been? Yeah, good. So busy. Same as you. Obviously, time of year. I've got a 10 week plan starting on Monday, so I've just finished their plans. Um, yeah, all good. Nothing unusual. Um, Puppies are little shit. As usual, <laughs> nothing changes. It. Still no chewing oh, he's terrible for chewing his beds. He's gone through so many beds and bedding. What I'm doing now is in the afternoon when I'm up here doing work, I take it off him. So he just has to sit in his plastic bed because he rips it apart, he takes all the stuffing out. Um, I forgot about it this morning and it's a brand new one. And he's ripped the tag off it. And then obviously the tag creates a hole and then he's pulled all the stuffing out oh, again. No.
0: How do you cope with that I literally don't think I could cope with it
1: <laughs> And then I went down I had a commotion I went down And he had a teaspoon He got a teaspoon off the side Took that off him Come back up To do some work Then I hear another noise Then I go back down And he's um, chewed up another Tupperware box. I literally haven't got enough boxes now to do meal prep for me and Phil because he just keeps chewing them. They're on like the draining board at the back because I take them out of the dishwasher a little bit wet. I'm a bit lazy. So I put them on the draining board rack and then he jumps up and get some and I forget to in there so that's my day basically I come up do a bit do a bit of work you're a noise go down come back up you're a noise go back down I get in so many steps I don't have to go for a walk
0: oh god I'm so glad my cat just sleeps all day
1: <laughs>
0: she literally just sleeps every hour she'll want a little bit of food and have a little moan and then she just sleeps next to me so I'm so glad I don't have to deal with that because I think I'd go mad <laughs>
1: As far as I haven't gone well, to be honest, but I'm just used to it now. I left my Costa cup. So in yesterday morning, I, what day was it? Yeah, Wednesday morning. So I went to the gym for a 6am session. It was my first PT client of the year. On the way back, I thought, oh, because I'm cutting down my Costas. I'm making my own instead. So I thought, I'll treat myself and have a Costa because I passed the garage. Obviously, I drink it and then put it on the side at the back. Lock him in the kitchen, come up to work and he's chewed the whole thing to bits
0: oh like, um, no is it like one of those reusable a, cups
1: is fast, it reusable yeah oh. we choose them up to like an inch of their life like he doesn't eat it he just chews it and it's like bits everywhere so, like, oh my god that sounds yeah, like that's, that's basically yeah. my life <laughs> <laughs> so you'll
0: need a holiday as well <laughs> i do i said i
1: felt like i need a holiday already but like what six seven days into january <laughs>
0: I know I feel the same we're seven days into January but my last holiday was in 2019 so <laughs> I'm desperate and I usually mm-hmm. like to go on like three a year so I'm way behind I've got lots to catch up on and up of yeah. yeah I have booked one we've booked uh Vegas oh nice for next huh? December for our anniversary so that's not oh, like nice. a summer holiday so I obviously need to book a summer holiday as well obviously but obviously it's just difficult at the moment isn't it with uh, all of the rules and restrictions oh, when to book no. and so I am going to hold off for a little bit longer but yeah I'm definitely I, I'm not going through 2022 without going on a holiday and lying on a beach and doing nothing for a week
1: <laughs> no uh, way I know I need a holiday as well awesome so Um, Welcome back. So hopefully you've listened to the first podcast of the year, which was about goal setting. So this kind of follows on from goal setting. So you should have set um, set your goals, sat down, have a little think about your goals, broken them down, put a little plan in place. So now you should be at the position where you're ready to move forward with your goals and put that plan into action. So we just want to talk about many things not to do now with your goals. Most of us after Christmas will be—we're just going to talk about mainly the the fat loss goal. So after Christmas, you know, we've all gained a little bit of weight over Christmas. Um, our first part of the goal is to get a little bit leaner. So the main thing that you don't want to do—there's loads of things that me and Jessica have seen have popped up um, these different diets and stuff. We're going to talk about, but the main one—if you're calorie counting, if you're using my fitness pal—is to not set your calories too low. Now, I know you're desperate to lose the Christmas weight or the weight that you gained uh, last year, but you don't want to set yourself up to failure. If you think about like the whole year, if you take it nice and slow and you're just aim to lose, even if you lose half a pound a week, that's nearly two stone over the year. So, what you don't want to do is set your calories too low, and then you won't be able to maintain that for too long. Then you're going to go into which we talked about before that over restriction, overeating cycle is really hard to get out of. So, if you think over Christmas you've been overeating, you've probably been in a surplus. I know I have. Um, so even if you eat at maintenance, you set your calories at maintenance now in January, you will be in a deficit from what you were eating over Christmas. So you will start to lose that Christmas weight. It's only then when you plateau for a couple of weeks, then go into a deficit. So just don't set your calories too low um, and then set yourself up. You just won't be able to stick to them basically. And then you're just going to start your yo-yo dieting and then start looking at all these crazy diets that me and
0: Jessica have seen online recently yeah I completely agree with that obviously it is something that pops up and people want to instantly go back to lower calories and I think for the majority of my clients when they first did their check-ins this week I've set their calories higher than what they were on before Christmas because I'm like yeah right you've had several weeks now where you've been eating potentially you know in a surplus uh let's just see what happens now if we give you know we've got an opportunity here to push calories a little bit higher and make it a little bit easier to get back into and that's the thing isn't it most people talk about oh there's no point in setting new year's resolution you're gonna fail and most people do like not most people but a lot of people do tend to you know by the end of january beginning of february time the motivation has started to wane off a little bit and they're no longer working towards those goals. Takeaways have started to creep in. And that reason is because you've set yourself up with, you know, unrealistic targets usually. Whereas if you had started with your calories a little bit higher um, and just done it in a steady pace so that it was easier to stick to and maintain after Christmas, you're far more likely to see it out for several months <clears throat> or, you know, however long. Sorry, my voice is going every time I talk again now. <clears throat> your voice, your voice, (laughs) (laughs) you're far more likely to to see results and to sustain what you manage or what you want to set out to achieve in terms of your fat loss goal. Um, Same in terms of the, you know, level of activity that you set yourself to do, isn't it? A lot of people will suddenly want to go in and start running five times a week when they've never run, you know, they haven't run for, you know, over a year and suddenly they want to run all the time. Um, It's just about making your plan as realistic as possible, like make 2022 the year that you actually stick to your goals. And that's by following the, you know, the smart method that we relayed to you the other day and by sitting and taking time and working backwards and thinking, right, okay, I've got. What we've obviously done with our clients is what have you got coming up this year in, say, three months, six months, nine, 12 months? Where do you want to be? Right. You're going on holiday in July. So this is our plan moving forwards. like we're thinking about July holidays now so we can you know, not be in a position where we're having to race just before then. And everybody should be doing the same, really. And slow and steady wins the race, 100 percent. But some of yes. those things
1: we had coming up this week. Absolutely, that one I sent to you. Yeah, yeah, we'll go from there. And don't go into your goal with an all or nothing mindset. So don't um like cut everything out so if you have like takeaways on the weekend and you that's a, a thing you do with your family every week you really love chocolate and you know you love a glass of wine on the weekend like don't go cutting it all out completely that's just you're not going to be able to adhere to it this is why jessica and i promote having a flexible lifestyle like yes you need to make compromises. So, if you have a takeaway on a Saturday and a Sunday, maybe cut it down to just one day, maybe just a Saturday. If you drink every Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and you go through like a bottle of wine a night, maybe cut that down to maybe like one bottle. So, it's not saying like make sacrifices. You don't have to sacrifice like the nice things that you like in your life, but you need to make compromises. So, don't go into your, your, your resolution or your goals with the all or nothing mindset. So, it's what a lot of people do, especially January. They go like ham in the gym. They go every day. They cut out like, all the things they like, all the chocolate, the wine. They don't go out. They don't go out for meals. There's only so long you can do that for. Trust me, I've done it. I actually did it for a couple of years, but normal people. Because only manage that for like a couple of weeks or maybe months. And then you're just going to go ham, like me and Jessica. We love Biscoff. If someone's just to say to us, you can ever eat Biscoff, we'll probably last a couple of weeks. Then go and buy the biggest bar of j- Biscoff we can have and just sit there with a spoon because we've deprived ourselves so long it's only so long that you can um like not eat that because if you really love something like why would you want to cut it out completely so like me and jessica we like biscoff so yes we'll probably have like 15 or 20 grams a day instead of the jar but if we didn't have that and if we you know if we said to ourselves we cannot have that we'll just go ham and just end up going headfirst into a jar of biscoff so don't have the all-or-nothing mindset to have like me and Jessica, we promote flexible lifestyles. Just have a little think about your, um, like the habits you have and your behaviour. So, what we want to do is look like at behaviour change. So, maybe if you're someone that eats a lot of like, Snacks in the evening. So maybe that's a behavior you maybe need to look at to get yourself to the goal. Like Don't cut the mic completely and say like, right, I'm not going to eat in the evening at all. Say like, maybe I have two bars of chocolate when I'm watching Netflix. I'll only have one. So you're making compromises. So compromises, not sacrifices.
0: Yeah, definitely. That all or, my, or nothing mindset, I think is very, it can be quite toxic, can't it? And in the fitness industry over the years, it's something that's been... <clears throat> preached so much and people brag about it you know I'm all in I'm getting up at 5am and doing my classes, no days off what, no days off train every day um and I used to be like that when I first started out back in you know 2011 I I looked up to those people and I thought right if they're doing that that's the way to do it I have to be all in now and and then you feel like a massive massive failure when you do inevitably you know fall off the wagon as such and you know go to the cinema and have a massive pick-a-mix like I'd literally do that I'd go and have a massive binge day because I'd be like oh right I'm gonna get all out of my system now so I'd have like a massive Domino's a pizza then I might order a Burger King later I'd have like a Ben and Jerry's ice cream a massive pick-a-mix and I'd be eating like it wasn't an eating disorder because it, it wasn't like constant but it was that sort of sense of, right, I've deprived myself for so long. I'm just going to cram it all in. That's our circle that we talk about, mm-hmm.
1: the over-restriction exactly. and then i reading. Exactly. And
0: then you start to feel terrible. You're like, why am I like this? You know, nobody else seems to be like this. And I can guarantee you that what people are posting on their Instagram stories, on their what I eat in a day, um, that's, that's not it. They're not showing you every single part of it. Every single person likes to go and have a little treat and... It's not constantly a hundred percent all in all the time, twenty four seven, every single day of the year. It's just not, and it is definitely about finding that balance. And like Michelle just described with the with the chocolate, yes, of course you do need to make some compromises when you've got a fat loss goal. Of course, because if you carry on doing what you're currently doing, then you're not going to make progress. You have to make some changes, but they don't have to be completely stripping out everything fun in your life. I've got a couple of clients who in the past sort of month or two started to, you know, especially over the festive season, you know, the wine has started to creep in and it's gone from a couple of times a week to sort of a glass of wine every day. Of course, that's adding in calories. They don't want to be doing it. It can be hindering performance and you know, your appetite can be affected in terms of cravings and your decisions the next day. So that has a knock-on effect so it's not about me saying right okay no more wine you can't drink alcohol anymore let's have three months off wine because that's not going to help anybody what I've suggested is right okay let's just uh, pick like two days of the week maybe Friday Saturday where you know it gets to the end of a busy work week and we'll say we'll say right those days are the best days for me to have a little glass of wine I'm going to allow it those days but say from Sunday to Thursday, I'm, I'm not going to do that. And I'm going to because you know, they're not feeling the best selves at the moment. And we're going to switch that up. So it's like, you're not cutting it out. But we're gonna save it for those two days where you're going to enjoy it more. So you can still look forward to it then. And like we mentioned with the biscoff, actually, I've got biscoff in the cupboard, I've actually bought a small jar a month or so. No, must have been about seven or eight weeks ago. Now that would have gone you know, previously, really, really quickly because I'd like, I hadn't eaten it for a while and I was really loving it. So I was having it every day, but now it's in the cupboard and I know that I can have that every day. So I've actually looked at it. And yeah, even yesterday I was like, mm, no, I don't really fancy Biscoff on on rice cakes today. Like, and I thought, no, I, I don't fancy that. So I'm at that point where I'm like, "Yeah, do I want it? Do I not? Because it's there, it's not going anywhere. So when I actually fancy it, I'll have it. And in fact, I found that with um, chocolate and all of the stuff at Christmas this time around as well. Not this time around. It's been getting a little bit better for the past few years. But and I know most of my clients, judging by what they've said on their check ins this week, you know where they've had this flexible approach to everything. And they've all been working with me now for several months and really started to implement those lifestyle changes and habits and You know, have that really healthy balance towards their diet. Practically everybody said, I felt completely in control this Christmas. I enjoyed myself. I had treats. I allowed it. But equally, I didn't feel the need to just gorge on absolutely everything. And that's because they knew that they were able to do that. It was still there. And, you know, even beyond Christmas, they're still allowed to have chocolate in their diet when they need it. So, it wasn't like a case of, oh, I've been waiting for this for three months because I've been on a mega strict diet. They've actually been able to include it anyway. So it didn't really feel, make them feel like they needed to just go on a huge binge over the Christmas period, which, you know, of course everybody indulges and not saying all my clients were absolute saints. And I was a saint. Of course not. We all eat a little bit more than we planned, but you know, you know what I mean? Don't you? There's that sense of going completely off the rails. Like God, Over the years, I have done that several times over Christmas, especially where I found when I was working in an office, to be fair, where, you know, Christmas sort of starts the end of November. People are bringing in chocolates every day, Uh, every day eating stuff, whereas, you know, you don't need to do that. And I think not being in an office environment has massively helped with that as well. But um, but yeah, when you've got that, when you haven't got that all or nothing approach and, you know, the no days off approach, then life is just so much more enjoyable and the process is much more sustainable. Um, and what you'll find at this time of the year now is you're going to be approached and you're going to see a lot of adverts like Michelle and I have seen this week for fat burning things, um, slimming world, like all sorts of ridiculous
1: Fun. The one I seen that uh, I just deleted mm-hmm. them off my Facebook. It was a gastric band weight loss drink. Oh my god! And what? What? That's so that was obviously like a shake. The way I'm thinking it, maybe it's like a shake, and you just eat that. Maybe like replaces your breakfast and lunch, and that's all you have all day. Like, yeah, of course, you're gonna lose weight. It must be
0: because they probably the from the angle of you know you've got no food going in your stomach so eventually your stomach will shrink like a bunch sure. of band would yeah, that's a, yeah. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> like i just the the funny thing is i've seen so many people like um on these fads going back and forth to the same ones for you back on this what's that one exante exante Ix, have you heard of that i
1: don't
0: think so now uh, i hadn't heard of it before either but that's got um a shake and something and I think it's like zero I think it's a zero carb approach but anyway it's I looked and basically what it works out that you have I think they provide the menu or something I need to look at it properly I'm probably lying it was months ago I looked into it but it works out at about around I don't know 900 to really low thousand calories you know a day and I just think, bloody hell, people are going back to this constantly because they gain the weight and then they go back to it and they gain the weight and they go back to it. And where does it end? Like, where does that yeah.
1: They go back because they think it worked. Like, it yeah. worked well, that the massive calorie deficit. Like, it didn't work because you're getting the weight back on again. So, you know, going back... Same with Slim and World. Like, Slim and World, um, you know, they've got a big name. Everyone knows who Slim and World is. But they're basically... They, um, A business plan it's for you to never ever leave. Basically, they do it. So, they basically brainwash you for sins and A choice and B choice and just confuse you. It's basically all just calories that you can never ever leave and you always got to go back because you confuse them when you go into the real world. That's basically their business model is to never ever lose a customer, just to have repeat customers. I've seen so many people on Facebook when I'm going back to Slimmer Worlds. Now, if you just have a look at what you've written, I am going back. The fact that you're going back suggests that it didn't work in the first place. It obviously didn't work long term. Yes, it probably worked short term, but you can't sustain it because it's just something you can't do all the time. So why are you going back to something that didn't work the first time, second time, or third time?
0: <laughs> yeah, and that's that's the pattern, you know, that unfortunately we see over and over again, and. I think more and more people these days are becoming more aware of calorie counting and flexible dieting, which is a really awesome thing. But there's still a lot of work to be done and still a lot of education that, you know, people, people clearly need in order to be posting these things. How I, I many times I, I see all the time on, you know, scrolling through Facebook, uh, looking for a diet or back on keto. So-and-so did keto last year. And I know she dropped X, Y, Z and then they're like, yeah, I'm going back to it and it shouldn't be that never ending cycle because that is that's what makes people unhappy you're feeling unfulfilled you never get into that point and sustaining it where you feel body confident you feel happy in yourself It's this constant yo-yoing going back and forth what was that one that i sent to you the other day that it popped up on my facebook about 10 times after i sent it with different pictures i don't know what i've clicked on on facebook to be shown that but it was a how to intermittent fast for your according ah, to your yeah. type so they had a picture of a gluten belly an alcohol belly um a mum belly what i'm sorry, here yeah like yeah, stress belly stress <laughs> belly so they had pictures of all these different bellies and then they said right okay so if you've got stress belly what like whilst fasting have you got it still there yeah. yeah. If you've got a stress belly, what do they recommend? So, um, eat, stop, eat, basically. Okay. What that about, um, what, what's some of the other ones? One of them was, you should fast for a 12-hour window. One of them, we should you should fast for an 11-hour window. Oh, my God. It was just... First of all, what are these bellies that they're talking
1: about? <laughs> yeah, so basically the eat-stop eat is, for example, you might eat dinner at 7pm and then fast until 7pm the next day. Right, okay. And then you would do this um, one or two times per week. So basically you're not eating for a whole day, one or two times a week. But that's basically 5-2 um, like, then. Yeah, basically, yeah. It's just the way they've worded it. And then the 12-12, so if you've got an alcohol belly, you follow the 12-12 rule. So basically, <laughs> you eat during 12 hours, for example, um, 1 p.m. till 12 p.m. every day. So basically, you just got a 12-hour window of eating. It's just ridiculous.
0: I mean, absolutely ridiculous. Fast Intermittent fasting can work for some people, but they're literally the only reason it works is because you put yourself in a calorie deficit if you eat in a surplus during that window of time you're still going to gain fat just because you're doing intermittent fasting it doesn't mean that you are going to drop weight um carry on michelle i've got a knock at the door (laughs) parcel another thing that drives me mad
1: is um like facebook if you want diet advice don't ask facebook don't go on facebook and say uh Um, I want to go on a diet, what's the best diet to go on? Because you will get the most ridiculous answers from people, from uneducated people. So I've got a list that I actually screenshot from somebody asked this question. So one of them, the answers was a water diet, go on a water diet. I mean, what? Basically, starve yourself. Uh, Another one was cabbage soup diet, Cambridge diet, keto, don't eat carbs, don't eat after 6pm, um you know it's just ridiculous answers like if you've got an injury or something you wouldn't go on Facebook and ask for advice you go to a doctor If you got know something wrong with your car um you know you wouldn't go on Facebook you go and ring the garage so why would you go on Facebook and ask Facebook for um diet advice it's just absolutely ridiculous you're just going to get stupid ridiculous answers um, so I was just saying Jessica's just reappeared. I was just saying that a post that I seen somebody um on Facebook asking for advice on diet, and I just went through the ridiculous answers that I've seen. So, like the water diet was one of them. Go on the water diet. Somebody just drink water. Basically, just drink water to fill yourself up.
0: <laughs> basically okay. start yourself. Well, you should be drinking water <laughs> a lot throughout the day, but you should also eat. Yes. Yeah, so
1: basically just don't ask Facebook for diet advice. You same as when you, you know, you got injury, you go speak to a doctor, got a problem with your car, you go to a mechanic.
0: Exactly. If you want diet advice, yes, you go to it. someone
1: <laughs> who's qualified in nutrition. Exactly.
0: Yeah, definitely. I mean, this is you know, the time of the year now is where you will be bombarded with all of these different types of information. And if you've got, you know, family members or friends who have been sucked into these things, if possible, you know, just try and just try and chat to them about it. I mean, it's hard to stop people if they're really, really into it. But I guess, you know, if you've built up an education by listening to this podcast and other things, you know, and taking time to learn, and you know, better, perhaps you could sort of Have a gentle chat and and bring them around, and we want to try and educate as many people as possible to to stop putting themselves through these things, wasting money on scams and fads because they're just they're all just money making schemes, basically, aren't they? They're just not they're not looking out for you and your best interests at the end of the day at all. When ultimately, what everybody needs, if you know, if you are on a pursuit of change, whether that's fat loss, muscle building, whatever it might be then it's just behavior, behavior change and lifestyle change, Make building things into habits that you can sustain forever that are going to be enjoyable, um, that you can keep up. And, and, and that's it, basically. Like And things that we can keep up might be different. Like I go to the gym five days a week. That might not be sustainable for you, but you might do three days a week or two days a week for 45 minutes. And that doesn't mean it's wrong. If that's sustainable for you, then that's your lifestyle change. And that's what you do. Um, As long as you can keep up with that consistently, I can consistently do five days a week because I love it and and I can fit it into my timetable. Um, So just find what works for you so that you can sustain it. That's not going to, you know, overburden your lifestyle either. You know, you don't want it to feel like it's going to be a chore so that you are setting yourself up for burnout and ultimately, you know, feeling like you're going to be failing or not able to keep up on top of that and life.
1: Yeah, be a bit flexible with the, like your uh, your plan as well. So, for example, I used to be quite structured. Like I had to train Monday to Friday. If something came up on a Wednesday and I couldn't go to the gym, like I feel like I failed. i be like, oh, what's the point? I can't go today. I might as well, might as well not go the rest of the week. What's the difference to me going on a Saturday instead of a Wednesday? There's absolutely no difference whatsoever. So, yes, I do recommend to clients try and have some structure pick days you can go but also be flexible with those days like it doesn't matter what days you train um and also be flexible with your um steps if you've got a step target like yes getting 10k a day is great but realistically like some days like i think it was not yesterday the day before i was literally stuck at my desk all day i took my dog for a little walk over the park twice I didn't get my 10k steps. Then the next day, because I got a big chunk of my work done that day, the next day I had more time. I took him for a longer walk and I got 12k steps in. So sometimes your goals are spread over the week. So be a little bit flexible with them. So it doesn't matter if one day you did hit your steps, especially if you know you're going for a long walk on the weekend, just spread your steps out over the week. And and same with your workout, spread them out over the week. Try and have set days so it becomes like a habit. But you know, be a bit flexible. If we can't go to the gym, like, on a Tuesday, we can go Wednesday instead, like, it doesn't matter.
0: Yeah, definitely. It's exactly what I do. Like, I, I um, my days of the week, I'm not right. Sunday's leg day, Monday's upper day, Tuesday's rest day, Wednesday's leg day. <laughs> like, that's how I think of my days because they are ingrained. They are a mm-hmm. habit. However, sometimes I'll think, oh, I've got this coming up actually on Wednesday this week, so it's easier if I rest Wednesday. So, in fact, I'll train Tuesday. And that's fine. Sometimes I'm working halfway through the day, gets to about two p.m. and I'm like, oh, I've got so much to do. I was going to train today, but actually, you know what? I'm not going to bother. I'm going to do it tomorrow, and I will be more flexible and switch my uh, routine up like that. And it's just so much easier. Like you, yesterday I was finalizing getting the shape up um, ready, my shape up launch today, so I didn't get all of my steps in yesterday. In fact, I think I did half of my steps yesterday. I did six thousand, and my goal is twelve. But that's fine. I'm going to just do an extra, you know, one or two thousand over the next few days and it'll all balance out. And now that that's done, I've got a little bit more free time so I can do that. And it's just about not kicking yourself at the end of the day, even if you can't make them up. Don't worry about it. Just crack on and, you know, continue forwards. Miss, you know, doing that on one or two days isn't going to be the end of the world. It's more about how you react to not being able to achieve something on a particular day, then the fact that you haven't really achieved it is what follows after that. And if that is, you just carry on as normal, you can't make up time for it, then don't worry, just carry on. And and you'll still be on your way to making amazing progress. But, but just please don't fall for these silly fads and fat loss pills and whatever else that we see. I see all these fizz drinks and, all sorts of stuff juice cleanses I saw something about some I actually saw a personal trainer from somewhere not from uh, local but just you know one that I follow on Instagram somebody said something the other day about cleanse starting today and I thought what <laughs> why are you doing a cleanse like what we don't need cleanses we just need to get straight back on it <laughs> So, yeah, there's just a lot of frustrating things out there at this time of the year, trying to suck everybody in and take all of your money.
1: Yeah, don't fall for it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, don't fall for it. But most of all, just remember, you know, we set those goals or you've set your goals in place. Constantly remind yourself of what they are and these underlying goals. You know, a lot of people will say they want to lose weight to be a role model for their children or because they're currently not comfortable having a photograph with their their children, for example. So remind yourself of these things over and over again and think, okay, do I need to suddenly drop two stone in a month? Or can I just do this gradually? And that is going to be a better role model to my children. You know, not on this really strict diet. I'm still living life. I'm still eating with them, still enjoying variety with food and I'm not stressed and miserable because I've cut everything out of my life (laughs) like think about the impact that it's going to have in in total like holistically in your whole life these things that you're doing yeah
1: I think that's it
0: yeah, it was just a bit of a rant episode today, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, well,
1: I think it's all these things that pop popping it right. That's not a podcast on it.
0: <laughs> yeah, honestly, I when I saw those bellies the other day, I just uh, that just blew my mind. Like I saw it so many more times after that post, and with different images every time. And I was happy. Luckily, I clicked into the comments, and everybody was like laughing at it and joking. So I. I'd like to think that nobody actually fell for that because it was telling you to take the test to find yeah. out which uh, which it's type an of app it as is. well. It
1: says, "Yeah, it says it's an app." You can oh, is it? it? I did it. didn't realize
0: <laughs> that. I, I was tempted, wasn't I, to do the test and see what yeah. like to do <laughs> just for fun, but I didn't. And it says, "Jess, go and do it. Do the test." I know I didn't get round to it in the end, but um, I would be interested to see what type of fasting it told me to do.
1: Oh,
0: yeah. it's, uh, it's frustrating but hopefully all of our lovely listeners wouldn't fall for any of that anyway and you all know about creating a balanced healthy lifestyle something that you can
1: so if you do need any help setting your goals or putting a goal in place or then putting a plan in place to help you achieve your goals, you know, give one of us a shout. message, you know, Jessica or I, and then we both got a few spaces left for um, online one-to-one coaching. Um, my time we plan is full now for January, but I have got spaces for February. I know Jessica will be launching another Up um in a little while after this one. So just give one of us a shout. We both got different options, and we um we'd love
0: to help you achieve your goals this year. Yeah 100% give us a little message and because it can be quite daunting when you're setting your goals and you don't really know where to start I know we try and put as much information out as possible but I can imagine that when you know people who aren't used to doing it if you're trying to set it up it can be a little bit daunting so we're always there you know even if you don't want to sign up with with one of us and you just need a little bit of advice and guidance you know we're both happy to message back and give you that advice and guidance there's no problem at all and if you have set goals and you want to keep us up to date with how you're doing you know in a month or so if you want to tell us some success stories that you've managed to stick to then let us know equally as well because we like to hear from how everybody is doing it's always good for us to to find out what our listeners are up to and how we've managed to, you know, help people. So keep us up to date as well. That'd be really good. Yes, And we'll be keeping yeah, up to so, date on our goals
1: as well. Yeah, we will keep you up to date on our goals. Um, awesome. So if you can follow us on Spotify and then even some of you on Apple podcast, that would be amazing. Just so more people can listen to us and obviously recommend us to your friends and family. That'd be much appreciated. Yes. Thank you very much okay thanks for listening
0: thanks for listening we will be back next week and we look forward to speaking to you then have an amazing week and we'll see you soon Bye. bye